Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week I've got Middle West number one from Image Comics. The creative team is Story, Scotty Young, Art, Jorge Corona, Colors, Jean-Francois Bellu, Editor, Kent Wagenschutz, and Production, Carrie Hall. This is a comic that I knew nothing about, but I saw it on the shelves and I picked it up. The cover is very nice. Before I read the book, what I would describe it is some kid, he's got a broken heart, literally, it's floating above his chest, and there's some sort of angry wind behind him. He looks very pensive. Oh, and there's a cool little fox behind him. It's a very moody piece. Great coloring, great cover. Speaking of which, this was cover A by Mike Huddleston that I bought. Cover B is by Jorge Corona, and cover C is by Scotty Young. Let me say that about 80% of the book was very uncomfortable to me. There's something about a realistic family dynamic that is too realistic for me. I read comics for the escapism. The relationship between Abel and his father can be a completely realistic one, perhaps of people you've known or your own life. And I think it's too realistic. And then the last 10% is pretty fantastical. So let's see what I mean. The book starts off with some sort of dream sequence where a very angry wind is tormenting Abel, our protagonist. He's a young boy living in the Midwest, or a pseudo-Midwest known as Middle West. This nightmarish sequence is one of the fantasy elements. It's utterly beautiful. Colorization by Bellu is just amazing. There is a two-page spread with the wind towering over Abel, and the gradation between the beautiful orange and purple colors blending into the dark and brooding blue colors is, is just utterly beautiful. This vicious, terrifying wind is destroying houses, its claw reaching out to Abel as he stands there powerless. And just that shot alone is enough to intrigue you about the book. We're quickly snapped back to reality. And this is the part that I'm saying about it. it's too real, it's uncomfortable to me. Abel has overslept, it's already 8.34, he's four hours late for his paper route. His father very angrily reminds him of his responsibilities. You can tell what sort of father he'll be when he throws the alarm clock, shattering the photo of the family. Spoiler alert, this is a broken family. It looks like mom left with a sibling, and now it's just dad and Abel. And dad is an abusive, angry man who's basically one step away from child abuse. I suppose it's a testament to the good writing by Young that I don't like this character. I don't like the situation. It's too real. It's too painful. But then we contrast that with a talking fox. I can't quite tell if he's Abel's friend or not. He 
kind of makes fun of him, he laughs when he drops his newspapers, and he even goads him into going with his friends instead of finishing the paper route. Right away I thought, bad move, you're already in trouble with your dad for not delivering them on time, they're blowing in the wind and you're gonna let them blow away, and then you're gonna go off with your friends. I can understand the impetuousness of youth and wanting to just have fun on a Saturday morning, but that I think is much too cavalier. And to add the final insult to injury, his friends convince him to do a little shoplifting at the mom and pop shop. They're caught of course, and then there is hell to pay. There's a beautiful but gut-wrenching shot of the four friends sitting in front of the, the convenience store after they've been caught waiting for their parents. One by one, they're picked up by their parents and they leave, except for Abel. The sun is setting, he's the last one there. The clerk comes out. Your dad said he was on his way. You wanna come in and wait? Abel replies, no thank you and I'm sorry I tried to take that stuff. It was dumb, I'll make it up to you. Don't worry about it. Kids do kids stuff. I'll check in on you in a bit if he's not here. More time passes. The father shows up with an ominous get in the truck. And then they drive off. Again, this is way too real. There's a father-son confrontation where it all bubbles over. Terrible words, terrible actions. And then suddenly, the most fantastical thing happens of the comic. That last 10% of fantasy kicks in, and suddenly, what? What is this book about? Is this really happening? The wind returns, more angry than ever. There's a lot of action and violence, and again, beautiful colorization, beautiful panel layouts and art, great expressions, a sense of danger and dread. And the book ends, with some sort of heart-shaped scar on Abel's chest. The book ends exactly as it started, with Abel thinking, the wind is so violent here, I hate it. Sometimes I feel like it hates me, like it might just pick me up and blow me away. There's a short editorial from Scotty Young about the impetus for the book, how he grew up in the American Midwest, and in 2006 made a little sketch of a kid talking to a farmer and saying, you don't look like a wizard. And the farmer replying, what does a wizard look like? Young talks about, what about if I could create an adventure with the mundane things of life? Things that I can take from my growing up in the Midwest. He teamed up with Corona, the artist, Belu, the colorist, Picos, the letterer, and Huddleston, the cover artist, and the book is in print. So recapping, the book seems to be one thing in the beginning, which I didn't enjoy, but then will become something else, which I enjoyed a lot better. I don't know, I guess personally, I don't like to mix too much realism with fantasy, and this kind of realism is way too realistic. You'll know what I mean once you read it. And so I recommend it. If you can get past the, the pain and pathos at the beginning, it looks like something big is coming Abel's way. This week I read Middle West number one from Image Comics. 
And this has been the Weekly VM Campus Comic Book Club. See you next week.